Our devotion for today is taken from Luke chapter 24, verse 12. Peter rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. Skeptics of Christianity who want to attack the Christian faith usually place their emphasis in two spots. One is on the reliability of the text of Scripture, but the other is on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they're right in doing this. They realize just how much in the Christian faith hinges upon the resurrection of our Lord. The resurrection of Christ is intended by God in Scripture to give you and me some great confidence. First of all, confidence that your faith in Christ is not misplaced. It's not put into someone or something that is iffy or that's possibly going to fade away. The resurrection of Christ proves and demonstrates that he truly is the Son of God. He made many bold claims during his ministry, and yet he was able to back all of them up. Following his resurrection, he spent 40 days on the earth before his ascension. Think of that. Think how long ago 40 days was in your life. And there were multiple eyewitnesses. St. Paul records that at one setting, there were 500 people that saw him. No wonder there was such a rapid spread of the Christian faith in the early church. Eight of those individuals who saw him sat and wrote down by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and wrote down about Christ's resurrection. And so this was a very empowering thing. And we see that in the life of Peter himself, one of those very authors. The Bible says, through the spirit of holiness, Jesus was declared to be the Son of God by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. So through Christ's resurrection, God gives you confidence that Jesus really is who he said and claimed to be, the Son of God. Secondly, through the resurrection of Christ, God gives you confidence that your sins truly are forgiven. In 1987, there was a little girl who was kidnapped down in Florida, and she was taken out into the Everglades and placed in a, a large box until the ransom would be paid. Her grandfather was an executive for an oil company, and they asked for over a million dollars in ransom. And I always thought how difficult that might have been for that little girl if she knew what the price was to get her freedom, waiting to find out if her family could come up with that ransom. She was finally released. The ransom that was required for us to have our sins forgiven was not gold or silver, but it was the holy, precious blood of the Son of God. And so our Lord Jesus on Good Friday went to the cross and by his life paid that ransom. He paid it in full. And God then took it on Friday night, all day Saturday, and Sunday morning counted it to make sure that it was full and complete and would satisfy. And the resurrection of Christ on Easter Sunday morning is God's bold proclamation to you and to me that our sins truly are forgiven. The ransom was sufficient. That hole in the ground should give you and me hope for Judgment Day, confidence to know that we will someday be allowed into heaven because of the work of the Savior. And finally, the resurrection of Christ gives us confidence that we likewise will rise from our own graves someday. 
St. Paul says that death has been swallowed up in victory. In fact, the word that he uses there is devoured. It means to eat something and consume it all the way down. They claim that there are some birds that when they come back into a nest, if they find a snake attacking their chicks, will eat a poisonous snake and chew that snake up with all of its venom in order to destroy it so it can't harm anyone. Christ has chosen to consume your death by his own death. One of my favorite Bible passages in the Old Testament is where the Messiah says, Death, I will be your death. And to those who trust in him, Jesus now says, Because I live, you will live also. So because of this, Christ invites you and me to live our lives with confidence and boldness. Listen to what Martin Luther said. One should mark these words, Christ is risen from the dead, and write them with capital letters, with letters as tall as a tower, even as big as heaven and earth, that we do not see, hear, think, or know of anything besides this article. So we do not speak and confess this article in the creed only like we might recite a fable, a little fairy tale, or a piece of history, but rather that it be strong, truthful, and living in our hearts. In Ghana, West Africa, there is a company that builds coffins and they will make it into almost anything you want. If you like to fish, they will make you a fish coffin. If you like to drive cars, they will make your car out of wood coffin. If you like to fly in airplanes, they will make you an airplane wooden coffin. Anything that you want. In the end, this world, that's the best that it has to offer you and me. And the final end of everything in this world, that's the best the world can give us, is a coffin that's dressed up to try to make death fun for us. And yet it doesn't work. Our Lord Jesus Christ invites you to live for him and to live for real life that he has come to give us. Let us have a prayer as we close. Our dear Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for giving us confidence that you truly are the Son of God, that our sins are forgiven, and that we will also rise someday from our graves. Help us to continue living strong in this faith. As we look forward to that day, you take us to our eternal home. We pray it all in your saving name. Amen.